0: There's only 24 hours in a day I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way That I could know just what I want to listen to There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through
1: Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts, because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. And this week on Pod on Pod, we're talking about how did this get made? It's an earwolf show. Yeah. Our second earwolf show. I tend to like earwolf, man. I have, I think, a slight predisposition against earwolf, and I don't know why. Everyone that I listen to, I'm like, oh, I like this, but in my head, I don't like the earwolf network, and I think it goes back to...
0: Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. I found
1: MaxFun first. As I began to spread out into the podcasting world... I come from the Maximum Fun world, and I know all of those shows. Like, even before My Brother, My Brother and Me, way back in the day, I listened to a show called Jordan Jesse Go, and I listened to Bullseye for a while. It wasn't called Bullseye at the time. It was called Young America or something like that. I don't know. It was something very pretentious. The
2: funny thing is is I don't really care for Maximum Fun shows. As a whole. Really? You yeah. ju-
1: it's just Mabimabam mostly for yeah. you? It's even dorkier than the dance fights in, in uh, West Side Story, I would think. Like a podcaster network fight would be even worse oh, than it'd that, be I imagine. it'd be horrible. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about a an actual cool podcast from the Earwolf Network, uh, which we have reviewed uh, at least the Slarbo uh, country we reviewed and county. We talked about both the shows, actually, although we didn't know it at the time. <laughs> But that show is also from the Earwolf Network. We're going to have links in our show notes where you can find this show, uh, or you could just check them out by going to Earwolf.com and searching for How Did This Get Made? The stars of this show, Paul shear, Jason Manzoukas, yep, and Diane, uh, June Diane Raphael. I knew Paul Shear. He's been in a million things.
2: Yeah, I like. I've always liked Paul Shear.
1: Jason looks familiar to me, but I he, that name doesn't ring a bell and like I'm not positive about his voice. June Diane Raphael, I have no idea where I know her from if I do know her at all. Do you? Nope. All right, I, well, we'll get to host likability in a minute because what we do here on Pod on Pod every week is we think of a new podcast. we talk about that podcast after listening to at least three episodes each, and we break it down by discussing the content itself, the host likability, the production values, the audio quality, and then we give you some of our favorite moments before we rate the show with earbuds in. We don't talk about stars, we don't talk about thumbs up. We talk about earbuds here on Pod on Pod. We'll get to that later. Right now, let's get right into the content. What is this show? about
2: let me preface this by saying i didn't really want to listen to this podcast and we kept putting it back kept pushing it back because i thought it was gonna be a real negative podcast Mm. right like how did this get made to me is like oh this is crap how did this get made turns out that's not really the case so they take movies that didn't do well at the box office i listened to The Tango and Cash episode. I listened to the Ernest Goes to Jail episode. I listened to that one, too. That was a really good episode. It was a great one. Uh, And I I listened to Monkey Shine.
1: I listened to uh, Ernest Goes to Jail. I listened to Howard the Duck. I listened to the Daredevil episode. I
2: bet Howard the Duck is fantastic. Howard the
1: Duck was a good one. Uh, The Daredevil episode was good, too. I also listened to the Junior episode, which is what their their cover image is them in the... Poster for the movie Junior, uh, starring on Anud Swastonega. That was a really good review as well. So
2: I think it's safe to say that none of these movies that we we, uh, we listen to Uh, on how did this get made, are blockbusters.
1: No. Some of them did well at the box office, but then they were critically panned, and sort of in retrospect, they're considered a terrible, terrible movie. Most of these episodes, by the way, feature not only the three main hosts, but they also feature a guest.
2: Which I don't really like shows with a guest.
1: Well, when you have three main hosts... And you add in a guest, it gets we've, muddy. Yes, we've talked about this before. Yeah. As much as we all, as much as we both love no such thing as a fish, that's like the one detracting is there's just too many people in the room, too many people on the call. It's too much going on. Hey, from they time do a good job of editing it. No, they do a great job. And the guys, or uh, excuse me, the people, the uh, men and ladies behind, uh, how does this? Get, how did this get made? Do a pretty good job too. But that is my one sort of knock against it. But the content
2: itself is they talk about these maligned movies. They take you through the whole movie. So I would here's what has to happen. I think you have to watch the movies too. It's really hard if you're going to sample yeah. this show. Now maybe if you if
1: if this is your favorite show, if you listen to it and you love it, I think it would be entirely possible to listen to the show without having seen the film I don't on know. some of them, but if you're going to try this, if you listen to our review and you like it and you want to try it out, definitely go and pick an episode that you have watched the movie of. That yeah. is going to make it much easier for you to follow, and then you'll you'll know whether this is something that you want to go week to week. The other thing is, if you think any of these movies are movies that you don't want to have spoiled for you, obviously don't listen to the episode before you well, see the it's movie. Hard
2: to, it's hard to gauge whether their opinions have any validity if you don't have one yourself.
1: See, I don't have a problem with that. I mm. find
2: the Weekly Planet
1: podcast, for instance. Okay, they often review whatever the big movie is that comes out. They talk about it, even if it's not the main topic of the week. If there's a big geek movie that comes out, they discuss it. Chappie, for instance, was just discussed on the most recent episode. I and haven't they, seen- And they went
2: into and they went into plot details. They 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 pretty much discuss because and on on this show, uh, how did this get made? they pretty much start from the beginning of the movie and they move through the movie explaining every little thing asking questions making jabs it's not um, it's not time-wise a commentary a full commentary no, track no, no, but not, not it is all. often it would feel yeah. like a full commentary track you're right yeah they and, follow they, they chronologically they follow the movie
1: but what i found is and not just for this show, because I didn't uh, listen to any episodes that featured movies that I hadn't watched, but on other podcasts about movies, I have found that if it's a movie that I don't plan on watching anytime soon, I often enjoy hearing the discussion about it, even if it spoils certain things about it, because now I can I can listen to other people talk about the movie. I can be in a conversation about the movie in
2: public without missing out on something. And then later, if I get to it, that's okay. We're going to disagree. Okay. On that, just because what if they give you some misinformation and then you – which this show doesn't do. This show is fantastic with, with information, by the way. Yeah. Um, but what if you get a misinformation from somebody else and then you go say it in public and then you look like an idiot?
1: Fair enough. I
2: suppose so. Like somebody could tell you the wrong end to the crying game or something. <laughs> or, or they give you that like that fine fact like this movie was made because the director was actually spent time in prison for shoplifting when he was 17. <laughs> And then you go, hey, you know this? And people are like, you're an idiot that didn't happen.
1: So uh, let's talk about the hosts of this show. Let's move over to host likability. June, Diane, Raphael. You've got Paul Shear and Jason Manzukas. Jason Manzukas. I'm such a terrible uh, uh, pronuncier, pronuncier, pronunciator. There we go. Who was your favorite?
2: I really like Paul. Well, here's it. I like them all, man. I think. Of the three episodes that I listened to, I think each one had, like, some shining role in each episode. Like, when Ernest goes to jail, and uh, they talk about, like, the bad Ernest, the jail Ernest. Whenever the ladies on that show were like, oh, yeah, we found him sexy. I was like, what? How can anybody ever find... Ernest P. Rural, sexy dude.
1: That's one of my favorite moments. You you stole it, uh, the, and it wasn't oh, it was one just of my June. Favorite, it
2: was one of my favorite moments
1: too. Yeah, it was the other the other girl that was on that episode yeah. as well. They both were like no. Evil ex- evil Ernest was, was sexy. Yeah. They, they used the phrase... Animal magnetism. ...oozed sexuality. Yes. But on, this, on the flip side, though, it's been a whole long time since I've seen Ernest Goes to Jail, don't get me wrong, but I sort of get where they're coming from, too. The fact of the matter is, I think Jim Farney was a wonderful actor, a very underappreciated actor, and again, you goes back to your point about them... This not being a show about negativity. It would be easy to throw stones at a show or oh, the franchise they of Ernest. Much,
2: well, they pretty much crush Tank on Cash. Oh,
1: <laughs> it's one they? of my favorites. Okay. It's, <laughs> all right. it's one of the movies that I really enjoy. Well, I mean, like they, they point out the terrible oh, yes, flaws yes. in all of these movies. Yeah. But at the same time... You can appreciate a movie for those flaws. Yes, they started yeah. this podcast because they like watching films, even... Films that other people go, that's crap, that's a terrible movie. They go, yeah, but there's this thing and this thing that's wonderful about it. And you hear more of that, I think, in the podcast than anything else. My favorite of the three, got to tell you, was actually June. I think that the way that the three of them fit together, I know we complained about the the idea of bringing on the fourth host.
2: I don't think they need him. It was just the three of them for the junior episode, and it was wonderful. It was just the three of them for... Monkey Shine, too. And it was, I, I like it much better when it's just the three hosts. I
1: understand the desire and the excitement about bringing a host onto a podcast, especially as like a smaller podcast. My my other show right now is all about bringing on guests. Part of the idea of that is you get the cross-promotion of those other people. You bring their audience to the table, too. I get that. That's great, and I'm sure it's been good for their podcast as well. These three people, though, all have their own audiences. I feel like they could just serve to them, continue doing the show, and hone the product that they have between the three of them, and it might be an even better podcast. I, I would that, like
2: it better, at least. I think it would be a better podcast, but I also think you can't begrudge them because they're really just hanging out with their friends.
1: Absolutely. And, and again, they do a good job of that. Let's talk about how they do that very well. Audio quality for a minute. I'd say that it's more than passable. Mm. As we've already said, three people in a room is hard. The, bringing the fourth guest, it makes it very cloudy. But it's fine. It's very listenable.
2: Uh, it gets it can get very muddy. Live. And then when they play the clips, the volume between them talking and the clips – can be jarring, and then whenever they just abrupt. Oh man, this is my biggest problem with the show. When in mid freaking sentence, they cut to a commercial. I in mid sentence.
1: All of those and so I, we're jarring. Gonna, we're gonna bleed these together, I guess, because we're into production values now. That's not really audio quality to me. That goes into production values because the way that they put the show together. That's my biggest knock against the show. I'll agree with you. Abrupt editing for commercials. Oh man. Look, it's not like you don't know this show has sponsorship. Like when you're doing the show, you gotta know halfway through, like, leave myself a hole here. It doesn't have to be big, but like just just build in your ad slot to your program. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Everybody else does it. There's lots of people that do it better than this. And you're right, too, about the clips they play. I like that you get the movie clips. We talked about The faculty of horror and the fact that they sprinkle the clips in there as necessary. They don't do a ton of it. They don't overdo it. When there's a good bit, especially when it punctuates something that they're discussing, they bring them in. But, again, the volume is not there. The way that they're put together is just not –
2: it's not – It could be a cleaner show. It could be a much cleaner show. For
1: three people – that are coming from a professional podcast network. All three of them are professional comedians in some variety and performers in their own right. I would just expect more like the bar has been raised. There are guys in their garage that are doing it better than this. You can too. I think like just, spend a little bit more money on your producer every week like it's they're not putting this podcast together I don't think week to week let's let's be honest anyway so that's my knock there we've talked pretty much about the whole show let's go over into our favorite moments you and I both already mentioned the Ernest Goes to Jail episode the, the ladies it's Leslie Arfin by the way Leslie Arfin and June Dan, Diane Raphael they both say that uh, the bad Ernest oozed sexuality yeah. I thought that was great my other big uh, favorite moment came from the oh I forgot I watched the no I listened to the no holds bard episode two that one was probably my favorite episode actually really yeah they talked about the hulk hogan movie yeah it is amazing i haven't seen that movie in 20 years probably but like i very badly want to go back and watch it again
2: i've never seen it and probably never will
1: in that episode they're talking about uh the characters taking a jet someone from the audience this is a live episode someone from the audience yells out it's a prop plane not a jet and uh Jason, I'm pretty sure, is the one that stops down the show and he says, Hey, aviation expert, where's Malaysian flight three two one oh six? Oh no, that's
2: definitely that would be definitely him saying that. That's his style. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I thought it was uh like a nice way to deal with sort of a heckler, like interrupting the show or whatever. I also I wish more podcasts did live shows so that I could go see more podcasts live. I also wish they would stop recording them and putting
2: them on the internet. Oh, it's messed up. One of my favorite uh, bits, and I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just adopting this. Stanley Tucci is in uh, Monkey Shine. He's the surgeon, right? He's the he's the jerk doctor. Okay. Who uh, steals the main character's lady? <laughs> There's a whole scene about it too. But from the beginning of the show, and they didn't even realize they were doing it until, I don't know, 20 minutes in, they go, oh, did we let you guys know that the Tooch is Stanley Tucci? They just come off the top and just start calling him the Tooch. Not Tooch, the Tooch. They're like, man, the Tooch is looking kind of buff in this show. Young Tooch had hair. And I was like, they've got to be talking about Stanley Tucci. It's the only, it's got to be Stanley Tucci. And then. They mention one time, oh, it is Stanley Tucci, and then they go right back to calling him the Tooch.
1: I've never, I don't think I've ever heard anyone refer to him as the Tooch. I haven't,
2: I, yeah, I haven't, I haven't either, but from now on, I so am.
1: Yeah, I think I probably will too, as well. Oh, the fact, Tooch. It's just like I've stopped calling Joey Pants by his last name either. You just go straight to Joey Pants. Yeah. All right, that's our favorite moments. Let's talk about our elevator pitch for the show. How would you suggest this show to somebody else? How would you describe it?
2: I would describe it as the – this show is the hour and a half after you and your friends go to the theater. I was going to
1: say it's a funnier, slightly kinder mystery science theater, but for movies you might have actually seen before.
2: Yeah, I can see see that correlation there, but it's like, you know, after we go see a movie – We do the exact same thing that these guys are doing. The next hour, like we'll go get something to eat, and we'll just talk about the movie for the next hour. You pick it apart,
1: yeah. You you crow about the parts that you really enjoyed, and then you laugh at each other's ridiculous things that you noticed, like Ernest's sexuality, for instance. It's
2: very it's comforting. It's pretty comforting to to see that because I don't you know. I don't get to hang out and watch movies with people very often anymore.
1: No. And I think that's one of the reasons why this show has found the success that it, that, yeah. it's ha- that it has. Which moves us to our overall rating. It's time to rate the show here at Pod on Pod. We don't talk about thumbs up. We don't give stars. We give earbuds in you get a a possible half earbud a one earbud all the way up to two for each of us i'm gonna step out front and say the only thing that i can give a knock against this show and i'm not (coughs) gonna go back and this isn't one i'm gonna go back and listen to the whole catalog of but i am gonna stay subscribed it is worth an hour and a half or so it i just wish again you'd polish the rough edges off a little bit so i'm gonna give it a 1.5
2: I'm, that's exactly what I'm going to give it to, and it's it's not going to be a show that I listen to every episode of. I will go and pick and choose movies that I've seen. Even that being the case, it would have been a two if it if it wasn't for the abruptness of some of the editing.
1: All right, that is our review of How Did This Get Made. You can find the show at Earwolf.com or just search for How Did This Get Made in Stitcher on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Right now, it's time for Listener Mail. This comes from Carrie Lynn. <laughs> she says, I have a problem.
2: Mm, that's not, that, okay. Let's see where this one goes. I
1: am addicted to podcasts. The first step is admitting it. That's true. And I love your show. The problem is, the more I listen to your show, the more pods I add to my list. Most recently, there's no such thing as a fish, which I girl. N- which I have now binged 40 episodes you on that, already.
2: that type of show.
1: Uh, Thank God for my desk job. I don't know how many more of these I can handle. I hope you're proud of yourselves. Kidding. Not kidding. LOL. P.S. Can't wait to hear your review of How Did This Get Made. You're welcome. Uh, She says that's in her top three as well. Right right there along with T.E.S.D. Tell them Steve Day. Boom, boom. And What Say You. Is this your wife secretly writing to us? Maybe it should be. (laughs) Watch out. I recommend the Breaking Dawn Part 2 episode where they keep referring to Bella's dad as not Tom Skerritt. That's for uh, how did this get made. I have not seen Breaking Dawn Part 2, and I did not listen to that episode. But I have seen one of those uh, Twilight movies, and I totally understand why they would call him not Tom Skerritt. pretty good. That's from Carrie Lynn. Thank you, Carrie, uh, for uh, feeding back to us. If you have something to say to Pod on Pod, you can let us know uh, in a couple of different ways. You can talk to us on Twitter or on Facebook. Just search for Pod on Pod, or you can email us podonpod at teamprocreate.com. You got anything else to add, Josh? Yes.
2: Again, I'm going to urge everyone out there Whether you come to a podcast from this show that you listen to or it's just a podcast you already listen to, if you enjoy it, go out and review them. Let them know you enjoy it. It honestly is the best thing you can do uh, to give back to to something that entertains you for free every week.
1: I couldn't say it better myself, so I won't try. I'm going to go review How Did This Get Made This Week? I'm not. (laughs) All right, then. Uh, What are we going to talk about next week, Josh?
2: I don't have a clue.
1: How about this? Grown-ups read things they wrote as kids.
2: Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not so sure about that one? So, this has been done on several podcasts that I listen to. And I'm going to guess that these grown-ups aren't famous people.
1: No, these okay. are done as, like, live events. Like you, uh, They host a – or someone hosts an event, and throughout the evening, many people go and read something from a journal or from a diary or, like, a book report or a story they wrote or something. They read a piece of it or many pieces of it, and then that is edited down into – I think they're about 30 or 45 minutes I think minutes this could be interesting. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, I've listened to one episode already. It's a pretty, pretty cool show, very different from anything we've done so far. I haven't far.
2: really liked it whenever, like – celebrities do it because it just seems one one thing first of all that this show doesn't have that those shows do
1: is the navel gazing yeah smodcast for instance uh, there were many episodes where kevin would read old journals or would listen to old audio tapes of himself recorded and then in interspersed with that he and scott Moser would sort of make fun of himself and while i understand what they were going for and at times it was funny I also understand why you wouldn't be interested in that. This show is not yeah, that. It just
2: seems awkward, and I didn't. I don't like whenever celebrities do it.
1: So you can tune in next week to hear us uh, discuss that show. Grown-ups read things they wrote as kids. And don't forget, coming on our April 1st episode, and it will be out, that's right, on April Fool's Day, we're going to be reviewing Guys We F- yeah, in both an edited and an unedited version. They'll be released simultaneously in the uh, feed. You can... Download and listen to whichever one you like, or both of them if you'd like. I think both will be enjoyable in their own way. All right, until next week. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. And this has been the podcast. Pod on Pod is a proud member of the ProCast Network, a Procreate production. Procreate is a community of artists in film, music, the digital arts, and the fine arts that helps them connect and collaborate on projects. You can find out more at teamprocreate.com. Also, be sure to check out one of our other great shows like Me and the Geek. Are you a geek? If the answer is yes, I've got just the show for you. If the answer is no, Well, I might have the show to explain why you're wrong. Meandthegeekpod.com is where you need to go. Visit us every week for a different conversation with a new geek and a peek into their own geeky world. You see, here at Me and the Geek, we believe that everyone is geeky about something. Find out what your geek is and then let your geek flag fly. With Me and the Geek on iTunes, in Stitcher, and wherever you find podcasts now. Our musical guest this week is the not so Dandelions.
0: Okay. pretty now maybe we can